Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast, the audio version of our Facebook Live series, Art Talk Tuesday. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and I am so excited that you're here to catch the weekly replay of my laid-back yet very inspiring conversations with other full-time professional artists. The purpose of this series is to show aspiring artists like you that it is completely possible to make a great career out of this art thing. And if you ever want to join us live and have your questions answered in real time by myself or featured guests, then just hop over to facebook.com groups slash artist academy every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'll see you there. This episode is sponsored by the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, a program for artists who want to up-level their art game by taking it from a hobby or a side hustle to a full-time art business. I've been a professional artist for over five years with paintings in several different countries and a client list that includes high-profile companies such as Bass Pro, O'Reilly's, Duck Commander, and many, many more. So I figured out what it takes to build an art business, and now my heart is set on teaching aspiring artists like you to do the same. Go to advancedmember.com, that's advancedmember.com to learn more. Hello, Artist Academy podcast people, aspiring artists, you out there listening to try to better your art career or get a little inspiration or learn some tips or whatever you're listening. I just want to take a second. This is not an interview. This is kind of a bonus episode because we are getting ready to start the fourth quarter strategy is starting September 1st. It is now mid-August, and we're getting ready to start the fourth quarter strategy, the fourth quarter success plan, the strategy to win. I don't know what I'm calling it yet, but it starts September 1st, and we are going to kick butt this holiday season. And so I just wanted to get on here and go over a few things that need to happen before the fourth quarter starts. And I think I can break it down into five different key elements. So in order to take full advantage of this upcoming fourth quarter, to do it right, to quit playing around, I mean, right now, you can keep playing around. It's midsummer. Enjoy your life. I just now started to enjoy my summer, so that's why I'm saying this. But when it comes time for September 1st, it is my belief that you need to have a few key elements in place in order to move forward and make this the most profitable holiday season yet. These things are fairly simple and really something that every artist should have, even if you're in the very, very, very beginning, or it's something you should be working towards if you're in the very beginning. But I feel like a few of these things also might surprise you a little bit. So take a guess at what you think they should be. Take a guess at what you think the five elements should be. Think about what you have right now. You're like, I'm ready. I think I'm ready. Are you? (laughs) Just kidding. Um, So moving past the obvious must-have art foundation. So you have to be an artist. You must have art. That's not included. That is a given. (laughs) That's not in the five things. The next five things are also essential for growth, and it is my tested belief that as long as you have the fundamentals down, the rest is up to you and how hard you want to work. 
how bad do you want it? Are you willing to put in the extra time and to do the things that will eventually lead to a sale? Or do you just want that instant gratification that everybody else wants? And okay, let's be real, that instant gratification thing sounds fantastic. And I will say that once you do the hard things, the things that don't grant immediate profits, eventually you will get to the point where sales do come in almost effortlessly. And I say the word almost effortlessly because nothing's effortless. Like you still have to put some work in it. But once you have the habits down of doing the small things, they won't seem very hard anymore. And you'll build and build up to the point where your past customers are recommending you to new customers. And all of a sudden, it won't feel like you're begging people to hire you anymore. (laughs) I remember when I was begging and feeling like I couldn't turn down anyone out of fear that I wasn't going to get another chance to paint ever again Um, if I raised my price too high and they said no fear (laughs) if I asked too many questions or asked for too many things like ladders or anything um, before we started fear like I was like no I can't ask for anything I can't put my prices too high they're gonna tell me no and then my art career is over and I'll never get another chance to paint anything ever again (laughs) no that's not it Um, But just getting past that like fear mental block is something I have also tried to work on, something I'm just making you aware of. It is out there and you will get over it. But by putting these fundamental things in place, it just gets easier. That's the point I'm trying to make. Did that make sense? I think I feel like I'm kind of like here, there, and everywhere. Okay, the point is it's hard in the beginning, but if you do the things and you keep doing the things, eventually you'll get to a place where it's near effortless. Jobs will flow to you, money will flow to you, and things will just get a bit easier. But you have to have these five fundamental things in order for that to happen. So I just wanted to come on and talk about the foundations for the fourth quarter. In the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, my membership group, where I dive in one-on-one in a group setting as well, and we just teach all the different things about how to just succeed in business, succeed in life, how to get or make money as an artist, just all the things. Um, inside the advanced membership, we're getting ready to start the fourth quarter success plan starting September 1st, like I mentioned, that walks you through the process I made up last year that led me to making about 80% of my yearly income in the fourth quarter. 80%! How crazy is that? Those efforts also carried into January and February. So past the holidays, past the fourth quarter, I was so busy, I could hardly think. And I'm not suggesting you drive yourself crazy or overwork yourself like I did. Because frankly, I had the mentality of like, oh my gosh, I have a lot of work now. Like I went from like busy to, or I I went from like kind of busy here and there. Like I had stuff like every other week, maybe, um, to slammed, to booked, to booked out. I could not think. Um, and I was like, okay, I need to work every single day. I cannot tell anybody no. Um, and that went on for several, several months. It didn't, it didn't lighten up. Yeah. It didn't lighten up until about March when, um, I started to get caught up with everything and I could breathe and I was nearing burnout at that point. So I do not suggest you do that. But what I'm meaning with that whole story is that the efforts that I put into the fourth quarter seriously paid off and they paid off well after the fourth quarter and so into this year even like I am I've been busier this year than I ever 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 have been and it's because of the efforts that I put in last year which I'm going to explain to you. But first 
I'm going to explain the five fundamentals that you need to have before going into the fourth quarter. Okay, fundamental number one. I made some notes here. I'm just going to go over. Let's see. Fundamental number one. You need to have a website. <laughs> you're like, no duh, Andrea. Well, I say you're going to, you need to have a website, but like, does every one of you have it? Like, do you actually have a website? <laughs> Kudos to you if you do. It doesn't have to be this amazing thing. And really, nowadays, uh, I use this like Weebly um, system. That's what it's called. It's literally drag and drop. It's so easy. Also, I use Shopify for my shop. And again, so easy. Like, you do not need a computer hacker genius person to set this up for you it is so easy nowadays to just put on or put up a website and have everything going and for everything just to be up there and for sale it's so easy so do you have it <laughs> like do you have a website that is number one and it is number one because your customers need somewhere to land other than social media, I get way less engagement on Instagram than I did last year, which just overemphasizes my point to myself to get people on my email list and on my website. You need to, we need to focus on getting them off of Instagram and off of Facebook and getting them onto something we own, something that is has a domain that is directly correlated to your name or your LLC or your business name or something like that and get them off of the social media platform. Sorry, Mark Zuckerberg, but I want to steal everything from you. I want to steal all your customers and or borrow them. Uh, thank you for setting everything up for me, but I didn't want to take over from here because people on social media, they will like your stuff, but will they buy it? I don't know. People that go to, go to your website are way more likely to buy it than the people who are just browsing on social media. They're just going along and liking photos and liking pretty pretty pictures on this social media app. <laughs> those are not super serious customers. However, in order to segment those who just like your photos to those who are even slightly thinking about buying, you need to get them on your website and then get them on your email list. But email list is later. We actually I walk you through the steps on how to create an email list and what to say to them and literally everything with the email list because that's really, with an email, you're getting, that's just, oh, what did I, what's the, what's the term for it? It's, um, you're building a relationship with your customers, I guess is what you could say. Um, you're getting that next level engagement with your email list. So in order to have an email list, you need to have a pop-up on your website, that is foundation number one. I'm not even putting email list in there. Like I said, we go over that in the fourth quarter strategy that's starting September 1st in the advanced group only. Um, we go through the whole email list thing. I know it's super scary to a lot of people. People are like, what do I even say to these people? Um, don't worry, I go over the whole thing. Um, but for now, you need an email list. Or sorry, you need a website. Blah. Oh my gosh, it's like midday Tuesday. I'm like, I've been painting all morning and I'm like, my head is just, blah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, so you need a website, not an email list, a website. <laughs> you, you need an email list later. Anyway, okay. Oh man, it's a day. Okay, so you need a website. That is number one. You need some place for your customers to go and 
land on something that you own and you do own it. You pay. You pay for your domain name. So mine, I have artbyandreae.com, andreaearhart.com, paintitredllc.com, because that's my LLC. I own all of those. It's $12 a year in order to go, if you do not have a website, I'm just going to, I mean, I'm not the one to really walk you through this. There are plenty of tutorials on Google, but type in Google Domains and you'll go and you'll click on the first thing, Google Domains. I own like 10 domains between Artist Academy and my art website like I own like 10 domains and it's fine <laughs> but um it's $12 a year it's nothing go to google domains and you can literally search andreaearhart.com or yourname.com or yourname.co yourname.net and see what's available and just buy it and set up your website through there also I would say like if you have like like if art by andrea was was available I would buy that one too just because you want to own everything with your name in it. So, buy a domain, doesn't cost very much, set something up, uh, set a website up. My Everybody always asks this, okay, what are my recommendations for starting a website? Shopify is what my shop is on. My main website is not on Shopify because Shopify is a shopping website. It does not really host something like that needs a gallery like um when I or when I what's the best way to explain this I'm telling you it's a day here um when or if I want to display like my artwork in a bunch of different photos like like all artists do like you want to have a, a gallery Shopify is not the best for that that I've figured out so far so I have my website on HostGator, which I wouldn't really, really recommend. I have it on there because I had I've had it on there forever, and that's all I knew of way back then. I would not really recommend HostGator. It's okay. I would recommend, although I have there, I have not tried them, but everybody else is on them. Um, Squarespace or WordPress. Both of those, excuse me, <laughs> have um have like plugins to where you can have your website display gallery and your shop on the same one so Squarespace you can get a plugin to where like you can get an e-commerce e plugin um, to where you can have people buy off of your Squarespace website um, also what was the WordPress oh yeah WordPress that's mostly for bloggers um, WordPress, right? Uh, I've heard great things about that too. You can also have a plugin that allows people to buy directly off your WordPress site. So that's great. So right now I have it on HostGator and Shopify. That's what I have mine on. Shopify is amazing. Um, when it comes to print sales, that's the only one I can really truly speak of. Uh, but just look into all of them. If I could go back and do it again, I would probably set something up on Squarespace. To be completely honest, uh, I've seen a couple Squarespace sites. Uh, if you go to, uh, there's one, sophietart.com or sophietart.com. I'm pretty sure it's sophietart.com. Uh, she's a, an artist in London. She has a great Squarespace website. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I love it. It's There's so much white and there's so much white space and it's a great checkout system. And I'm like, oh man, that's what I want. Why didn't I do that? I guess I could change it. I don't know. But so everything's already set up. Don't fix something that isn't broken. Moving on. Okay. Those are my recommendations starting website. 
which is foundation number one. Have a website and have photos of your work on your website. <laughs> That's I was just talking to one of the advanced members, not going to call her out, but she was like, yeah, I, I set up my website and I didn't put any photos on it. And my husband had to tell me, hey, don't you want photos of your art on my website? And she's like, oh, yeah, but she was just too far in it. She didn't know. Um, so have a website, have photos of your art on your website. You don't necessarily need to have like a shop up quite yet. You just need to have a website. Like we can we can make a shop later on. Um, but yeah, have a website for someone to contact you. Plus, another thing before we move on from this website thing, the majority of people who hire me contact me through my website. So they find me on social media. Usually, they will go to my website, to the contact me page, and contact me through there. Why? I don't know. Maybe because Instagram's not as informal. Um, I even have like an email me thing on my Instagram. Like you can literally email me from touching a button on my Instagram. And people hardly ever do that as well. Um, so you can go. So people find me on Instagram or Facebook, and but they hire me through my email through my website. So have a website. You just look professional. It's not hard. Just do that. Okay. Moving on. Pillar number two, promotional material. So what I mean by promotional material, I'm not meaning like t-shirt with your faces on them. <laughs> that's not, that's not it. I'm meaning photos. So the most important thing is your artwork, right? That's what we're selling. That's what I mean, that's what represents us. Like, that is the most important thing. The second most important thing is how you display it. So how you promote it, how you take photos of it. <laughs> I've invited artists on the podcast before who aren't as far along in their art career, but you never know it by looking at their Instagram because their photos are so good. Their white space, their, I mean, everything, like their grid looks amazing. They've got it figured out. And photos are the thing that make you look way more professional than you actually are. I am actually getting ready to go through and take a bunch of photos um, before we start our highly productive September month. I'm going to devote a half a day just to taking photos of me with my art. That's another thing. Get in your photos. Like, I know it's so, so easy to take, or sorry, to, um, oh, man, my head is in the clouds today. <laughs> um, I just keep, like, on wandering off. Okay, back at it. <laughs> I know it's so, so easy to hide behind your art. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing I was wanting. Um, I know it's so easy to hide behind your art and just like just post a photo of your art which you do need really good photos of your art but get in your photos get in your photos <laughs> I'm going to devote probably two hours worth of me in my studio aka spare bedroom with my iPhone and my tripod just hanging out the three of us taking photos of my art to share for the entire fourth quarter I'll even take photos for paintings I haven't created yet let that sink in. <laughs> you might be asking, what? How? It's easy. I will, so this is kind of funny, and I'll have everything up on my YouTube channel, exactly how I do this, but I will pose in front of a blank canvas, so a standard 36 by 48 canvas, because that's what I typically use, and I'll pose in front of that, and I'll set my tripod up and take photos with this blank canvas, and save the photos for when I do paint on the canvas. And just Photoshop them in. And when I say Photoshop, I'm not actually meaning 
the complicated system that is Photoshop. I don't actually use that system. Um, I use Ribbit.com. This is not sponsored by Ribbit.com. You know, like the sound, the frog mix, Ribbit.com. I don't know why I landed on that forever ago. I think I just was Googling editing systems and found Ribbit.com. And it's just a very basic uh, photo editor and I am able to take a photo like that with a blank canvas and I have actually have a tutorial like this on my YouTube right now you can go check it out it's uh, youtube.com slash c slash Andrea Earhart if you could spell my last name right um, or just type in Andrea Earhart on YouTube and you'll you'll find my channel but I so I'll take a photo with me next to a blank canvas and then whenever I um, take a photo, or sorry, whenever I actually paint something later, so I'll paint this, like, big tiger photo, or, or sorry, big tiger painting, and I'll take a good photo of that alone, and then I will literally just, like, Photoshop, I'm doing, like, air quotes, Photoshop, or ribbit shop, whatever, it into the photo of the blank canvas, and so, um, you can call it cheating, you can call it whatever you want, but nobody knows, and I know for a fact some other people, some really famous, really good seasoned artists do this. I know this because I've cut them, and I'm, I'm not calling them out, and I'm just like, oh, it's not just me, because I remember seeing, there's this one artist, cannot remember his name but he's a little older and he's does really amazing wildlife art no wonder I follow him right and I saw this photo of him and I was like oh wow that's such a good photo it's him posing with a big tiger photo and I was like so I went to his Instagram feed and I was looking on his grid and I saw the exact same photo like 20 photos down on his grid but with a different picture like, or with a different painting. He was in the exact same pose, but there was a different painting. And I, so I saved them both, looked at them, like, like I saved them both on my camera and looked at them side by side. It was the exact same photo. You cannot recreate a photo like that exactly like he did with two different paintings. It's impossible. Um, so what happened with that, I know it, he took a photo with a painting and then he superimposed, or a blank canvas, I don't know, but then he superimposed, he photoshopped, another photo or another painting in that photo so he could use it again he didn't have to go take another photo with a new painting he just took a new painting photoshopped it into an old photo are you following me here and he used that for promotional material how genius people 99.9% of people will never notice that I'm just crazy and I do the same thing that's why I noticed it so if you also if you go to my feed you'll never know like what um photos are photoshopped into my painting or into my photos what paintings are photoshopped into my photos or not you'll never know it's so easy to do um and it's not completely flawless either but people just don't take the time to look they have no idea so it saves me a ton of time i don't have to worry about taking a brand new photo with things that i paint i can just take photos get it done, and then Photoshop my paintings into them later. It saves time. It's called batching. Have you heard of batching? If not, you should check it out. <laughs> batching is basically just like you take a day. Like I will take a day and record a couple podcast episodes in one day, edit them, or my amazing VA, Adriana, will edit them. Hey, Adriana. <laughs> and uh, she will upload them into the podcast, and they'll be delivered 
um, out to a couple weeks. So like I'll record one now and it'll be a lot. I'll record a couple today and then they'll be delivered in the next couple weeks every Thursday. Anyway, that's batching. That's another example of batching. I feel like I'm just telling you all my secrets. Like, I'm just, like, going behind. This is, like, for real behind the scenes of, like, Andrea Earhart Art Studio. That's actually my spare bedroom. Like, my art studio is my spare bedroom. It's currently carpet, so I have a canvas down. Anyway, that's a little more than you need to know. But batching and batching your photos is a really good thing for you to have. Um, if you have not done this yet, I would say do it. <laughs> pick a day, pick a weekend day, get your your husband or your boyfriend or your best friend or a tripod. A tripod is amazing. And go look at the photos that I take and copy me. I don't care. Like just copy me and do the same ones. But be in your photos. Like though that uh, that you will get double engagement if you are in your photo. I don't care if you don't think you look super cute all the time. None of us do. I'm just telling you, which is why I look super cute one day. And I take all my photos one day. And the other days, I like hair. my hair is currently in a messy bun right now. And I have paint all over me. And it's just not a super cute day. Which sometimes I'll post photos like that. But when I'm batching, I'll like get all cuted up and take... I mean, I'll probably have 20 photos or more that I will save in different um, in different parts of my studio and different canvas sizes, different outfits. I'll even, like, change shirts um, just so it doesn't look like it. I know, I'm telling you guys, this is, like, I remember someone told me this. I remember I was, so some, like, promo model girl told me that she would do this way back in the day, and I, like, laughed at her a little bit. I feel so bad. But I was like, why would you put that much effort into Instagram? <laughs> but now I'm doing it because I see what photos can do. A photo, a good and a bad photo can literally mean the difference in hundreds to thousands of people seeing your art or not. You taking a good photo with your art. And if you want to know how to take a really good photo, go to my YouTube channel or go to my Instagram. I'm sure I posted about it recently. Um, I'm about to get, I'm about to do it right now um, in the next couple days. And then this podcast episode will air after I do it. So the YouTube video will have been up already. I know it's kind of confusing. I probably shouldn't tell you guys this. I should probably just be like, it's out now. Go check it out. But I kind of just run my mouth and do a little more open than I maybe should. Anyway, back to it. Okay, I feel like I'm rambling. Take photos with your art. Please be in your photos. You look super cute. You look super cute today. I, I can't even tell what you look like, but I promise you look super cute today. Um, but get in your photos. Plan it out. Edit them. I will show you how to edit them in that YouTube video. Um, I'll show you how to do it all. Just behind the scenes. That way you guys can know when I'm posting two months from now, I'll be like, I know she did not paint that at that time. And that is not, and that is her outfit from two months ago that she was posting, but everybody's liking it and I'm going to copy it and I'm going to do it too. Do it. That's, that's, that's the mentality I want you to have. I want you to see that it's working and I want you to see how much time I've saved and how, how prepared I am for the fourth quarter so that when it comes to fourth quarter time, we can uh, work on marketing email strategy, painting, 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 and all of that stuff. And we do not have to worry about the small stuff like taking photos, getting our website up, all of that. Okay. 
Okay. Also, whatever one one last thing, and then I'll and then I'll go. So, and then I'll move on to the next one. Is you want to make a scroll stopper whenever? So Dion Woods, she was in a past podcast episode, staying true to your niche with Dion Woods. She's a furniture painter, and she makes she takes these amazing photos with furniture art like very specific niche and beautiful pieces and she has to mix it up every time you can't just be standing next to your photo or standing next to the furniture every time she really mixes it up one time she was like reading on a couch next to it um next to her painting uh one time she had like this really big hat in it and like she just mixed it up it's like different outfits so I'm actually going to uh, so they call it do the Dion <laughs> in her group. I'm actually in her group as well. And yeah, do the Dion and make make a photo that is a scroll stopper. Don't just take a photo with it. Like do that. Do a couple with those and then be like, okay, how can I step out of the norm and make a really good photo? Like a different angle, maybe angle it from above, below, to the side, put a couch in there, um, jump up maybe, maybe you're jumping in the photo and you get an action shot and you're laughing and it's just amazing because you're so excited that you painted this photo, like make a scroll stopper, like Dion says, make a scroll stopper so that way you're just getting more attention and whoever gets the most attention sells the most art. If you haven't heard me say that yet, <laughs> now you have, okay. And now moving on, number three. Okay, so just to, uh, just to recap, first is you must have a website. Two, you must have photos of your art. And okay, one more thing on that. You can reuse photos. Like if you posted something a year ago and it got really good attention and you, you're selling prints of it, or even if you just want to tell a story about it, you could post it again. Post it again and post it again. Um, if it's been six months or it's six months is kind of like my... I can post it again if I have posted it six months ago because people forget. A lot of people haven't seen it. Maybe they were busy that day. You're probably, you probably have a lot more followers than you did six months ago um, or a year ago. Post it again, but use some of your old stuff. So I don't want you over there being like, I don't have any photos. I don't have any amazing photos. Oh my gosh, I need to get on that. You do have photos. You just need more photos, <laughs> but you have some to start out with and it's never too late just to schedule a day and take a bunch of photos with your art. Anyway, okay, for real moving on this time. I know I bounced around a little bit, but just keep with me. Um, number three on my notes here is you have to have a pricing structure. You have to know, so you have your art, right? And you have, so the second is you have to know your art's worth. And I'm not saying it has to be a crazy, crazy amount. And I'm not going to spend very much time on this because I did record a whole podcast episode over pricing. Um, if you go back maybe like five to ten episodes, you will be able to listen to it. And it's all about pricing. It's how to price your art, um, how to decide like what you're figuring into the price, materials, travel, all that stuff, but you need to have that, your pricing structure set in stone before the fourth quarter, um, or at least have like a really, really good idea. You could make a pricing sheet if you want. I don't recommend, eh, well, it's, it's up to you. I was about to say, I don't recommend putting that on your website because then people will price shop you. However, I don't know, just being upfront is okay too, so I don't know. I don't know. Have a, just have a pricing structure of some sort. Know your art's worth. 
and know that you're going to raise it later and it's okay whatever it's at right now. Um, if your art is selling for whatever you have it priced at, then maybe you can up it now or later. I don't know. That's just kind of the, the general rule of thumb. But have a good pricing system. If you need help with that, go listen to the other podcast episode or you can download my art pricing guide at artpricingguide.com. I got super creative with it, guys. Artpricingguide.com. And yeah, you go there and you can download my, it's like a five page pricing guideline sheet. And it basically just breaks it down into the system that I use every time I want to price something. And a lot of the times it's by time, but some of the times it's by square foot or square inch. Um, that whole thing, it just, it breaks it down. So simple. Artpricingguide.com. Download it. It's a free thing. It does not cost you anything. Um, you will get put on my email list if you're not on it already, which will also give you like my art supply list. It will give you tips and tricks and my personal suggestions on how to make it as an artist and just all that. But first you have to go download the art pricing guide at artpricingguide.com. I remember I used to end every conversation with a client with but I'll fit anything into your budget. That's that's what I say. I will fit anything into your budget. Meaning, I would work for next to nothing if they asked me to because I didn't have anything else going on. So please don't say no. <laughs> now, I still say that sometimes, but in a different context. So I'll say, I'll fit anything within your budget or I will recommend you to someone um, who I think might be a better fit is what I say. So. That's just really to get their budget out of them. If they say it's $1,000, if they say it's $100, if they say it's $10,000, I just want to know. And so sometimes I'll just say like, hey, um, I'll fit anything into your budget or we'll, we'll figure it out. Let me know. But back then when I said, I'll fit anything into your budget, which is like, please hire me. Um, I don't know my worth, blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> um, but nowadays, my mental space has switched quite a bit, and using this pricing guide, I have just a better visual, a better breakdown of what my price is, and I can show them, hey, this is what I charge for this, no big deal, $15 per square foot is a good starter point. Um, I know that. I can, like, so since I worked it down and wrote it down and everything, I can literally just spit out, like, oh yeah, that's going to cost that, because I've done it so much and because I have it written down. Um, and I'm not, like it's it's okay for me now to be like, if it isn't profitable, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Unless it's for charity um, or one that I strongly believe in, like Big Brothers Big Sisters, I volunteer for them, um, or a similar circumstance. If it's not very profitable or I don't see just it taking me somewhere else, I'm not going to do it. I'm not scared about it anymore. So, but that just came from I mean, working as a working artist for so long and having a good pricing system uh, set in stone, of which I share with you at artpricingguide.com. You can download your very own pricing guide and you can meet this level at sooner rather than later. Okay, so just to recap, the first one is build your website. Have a website. Have somewhere for people to land that's off of social media that you can call your own that you own. Number two, promotional material. 
photos. Photos are so important. Have some photos or schedule some time, maybe before the fourth quarter, to take a bunch of photos of your art. To just sit down, not not sit down, well I guess you could sit next to your paintings. Actually, that's a really good idea. Sit next to your paintings, stand next to your paintings, um, hold them to the side, hold them above your head, like anything. Just take photos of you with your art, and your art alone I guess, um, but just have photos of your art. Uh, can you see how passionate I am about that? Okay, number three is you have to have a pricing structure artpricingguide.com will walk you through that. Super easy. Go download it. Um, you're going to be prepared. You're going to have a website. You're going to have photos and you're going to know exactly how to price your art. <laughs> Number four. I bet you're not going to guess this. I bet if I bet if I was like, guess what it is and you rambled off 10 things, you would not guess what this is. And this is also something that I feel super passionate about. This is actually the topic that we covered first ever, my first ever, ever live when I opened the Artist Academy Advanced Membership. This is the first one I ever, ever did. Guess what it is. <laughs> I wish I could be there with you guessing right now. And you're probably just like, just tell me, Andrea, I really don't have time for this. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is, you have to know who your ideal customer is. And that sounds pretty loaded, right? Did anybody expect that? <laughs> um, don't worry for everyone not sure exactly what it is. You can dive literally right into the first video I ever did inside the Artist Academy membership. That's if you're in the Artist Academy membership and I have a whole lot that goes over exactly how to identify your ideal customer and a whole worksheet over it and questions to ask yourself like um, you're going to create an ideal customer avatar. I guess we could start there. That's you're going to create a person, a one person who is your ideal customer. Who is it? Name him or her. Um, dress her or him. Does he or she have a family? Does he or she work for himself? Uh, I say him because my ideal customer, uh, art customer, is a dude. Um, more likely than not. Um, it's, my ideal customer is a dude with money who owns his own business because I usually paint for businesses. So I'll do logos, I'll do all this other stuff, and then they will buy prints or originals for their families. So it's like a double whammy there for me. That ideal customer is the person who I have found the most success with so far. That's how I know. If I think about my past projects of like, okay, this is something you could do, actually. I'm kind of just going off the whim here, um, but this is something you could do. And this is how I found my ideal customer. Think about a transaction that you've had recently or ever who that went exactly as you wanted it to. I mean, things like the person ordered something that was right up your alley or something that you really enjoyed doing and they loved getting it and it, there was prompt payment and there was good communication and everything just went well. And think about that. Were you well paid for it? Is that why it went well? Is I mean, was it a subject you loved doing? Is that why it went well? Like, think of that person and then try to think of another one. And then try to think of another one and see if they have something in common. And mine is usually uh, rich men, to be honest. Um, the rich men that I work for, uh, they own businesses and they 
have a family almost always and they don't argue with me on price they want high quality of which I bring and they want it done well they want it done on time and they want the fundamentals done and they want it done to their specifications which I am good at and they pay promptly and so those I mean I just I mean trust me there are several other amazing clients that I have that I mean, everything has gone over very swimmingly and everything, but my ideal customer <laughs> is a rich dude who owns a business who buys art for his wife also. So usually people will buy, they'll custom, or sorry, they will commission me to do something for their business, and then they'll also commission me to do something for their wife or their kids or something. And so it's just a double whammy for me. That's my ideal customer. Um, I literally know what he looks like. I know I've made him up in my head. I, I have named him. I have dressed him. I know <laughs> everything. And I know where to find him. So you need to do that for yourself as well. And what that does is it keeps you from just shoot, shouting out to literally everyone on social media. It keeps you from aiming at places where you might fall short and it keeps you like just in line with your goal and because if you know your ideal customer, you know where they hang out, um, you know what they like, you know where you can position yourself to be seen by them. And so that takes away a whole lot of headache into what should I do? Should I do this? Should I go to this place? Should I do this? And like, well, is my ideal customer there? Like, is my ideal customer hanging out there? Um, do they know people there? Um, what? Let's see. Um, basically, how can I get the attention of my ideal customer? And that's really a baseline of what we're going to focus on in the fourth quarter strategy is selling to your ideal customer. And don't worry, um, if you are in the Artist Academy Advanced and you just and you just applied and you just got accepted, just go into your Artist Academy site that holds all of the tutorials and all of the templates and all the things you need to be a working artist. And there's one in there, the very first one, that talks about your ideal customer. And you're going to build your ideal customer avatar in there. It takes less than an hour and you'll, you'll be good to go. That's it. <laughs> and then you can focus better on our fourth quarter strategy when you know who you're selling to. If you are not in the advanced membership yet, don't worry. You can do this on your own. Um, if you would help, if you need some guidance, if you need a little bit of help with it, and you want to apply for the advanced membership a little early before September 1st, just go to advancedmember.com and you'll see this whole info thing and you'll see a place where you can apply and I will be going over applications shortly and you can go and you can dive in to the ideal customer avatar exercise and you can build your ideal customer. Um, so if you're thinking about joining our fourth quarter strategy and our fourth quarter success plan, whatever I'm calling it, <laughs> um, I would say get in maybe a week early and just to do the nitty gritty in that and just know who your ideal customer is. Maybe go through some other tutorials about building your Instagram. There's one on Instagram in there as well. And so you can start implementing just kind of the basics before we dive into the heavy duty marketing, selling, planning, all of that stuff. Okay, so recapping again. I don't know why I like to recap just to like get my thoughts 
right? You might already know what they are. I'm just going to go over it again. So number one, you have a website. Number two, promotional material, material photos. Um, number three, a pricing structure. You're going to know what your art is worth. Number four is know your ideal customer. Now, number five, okay. <laughs> you guys have heard me say this over and over and over again. <laughs> By just saying that, um, you might already know what it is if you listen to a lot of podcasts, but you need to treat your art business like a what? <laughs> Sorry, I'm like laughing at myself because I'm so like motivational speaker when I say this, I feel like, but it's so true. Um, you need number five to treat your art business like a business. Um, this is a mental state, I know, but so much of being an artist is so mental. It really is. It's like, it's just a mental game. And I included the tangible tips, like the things you have to write down, um, like the pricing guide, the things you have to do, like take photos and make a website. But I couldn't help but just add this last one in here for number five as you need to treat your art business like a business. That is, you need to focus on revenue and profits and marketing and advertising and structuring your time accordingly. Because, and I know that doesn't sound like so much fun. I know. <laughs> it sounds like fun to me, which is why I started the Artist Academy, because seriously talking about business and marketing and just figuring out what makes people buy from me seriously, it just, it makes my day. And so that's up. So I put it on my shoulders. It's up to me to figure out all of that stuff for you and just show you what I've learned and show you how to do it and give you the pathway um, so that you can treat your art business like a business. And so just, just so you know how to do it, because it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to figure it out. And I've made so many mistakes and I will continue to make mistakes and just go back to you guys and be like, this is what I'm, this is the mistake I made. <laughs> this is how you can learn from it and how I'm going to learn from it and how I'm going to do better and how I'm going to sell more art and get more attention to sell more art. Cause that's what it comes down to. The people who have the most attention and the more products to sell, sell the most art. <laughs> the more things that you can get in front of the most people, the more things you will sell. Yeah. That sounded super professional, but you guys get what I'm putting down. Treat your art business like a business is the, the mental state that you have to have before going into this fourth quarter. Because really, like, I mean, have you ever really heard of anybody calling it the fourth quarter before? Um, I think once, and just setting it apart like that too kind of helped me be like, oh, the fourth quarter in business, the fourth quarter in art business AKA the holidays. Cause I think a lot of people call it the holidays and you're like, okay, Christmas, I have to sell at Christmas time or, oh, Black Friday, I'll do a Black Friday deal. There's so much more than that. And I've actually found that if you can sell before Black Friday, that is the best thing. And I will walk through every step of the way with you. And yeah, so, cause last year I sold on Black Friday and it was like, it was okay. And like I did like a one day deal on Black Friday and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it like every other business in town. Like, yeah, like this is the thing to do, right? Eh. <laughs> what happened was I was treating my art business like a business 
But I was just lumping my business in with every other business and competing with every other business's email blast, every other discount for that day, everything. Even though people's minds were buy, 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 they were buying other things too, people who were discounting more. Um, that's just why people go wait in line for hours at stores because they're getting good deals. Like, I can't top those deals. People are not going to wait in line at my studio, aka my house, because my studio is in my third bedroom. I don't know that I want people <laughs> standing in line at my house waiting for the clock strike midnight on Black Friday. Anyway, <laughs> um, I ran a Black Friday deal and it just didn't go as well. And I really, really think that's because I was competing with everyone else having a deal on that day. So I have figured out the best times to do it, I think. And I'm not going to be trying out new things this year as well, reporting back to you. But in the fourth quarter strategy, I will tell you exactly when to sell, how to sell, and how, to, how the lingo works as well. People don't like to be pushed, but they like to be nudged. You know what I mean? Like, they don't like to be like, buy now, buy now, buy. Like, but they like to be like, hey, you could be the first to buy this. You could have be the first to own this first edition. Um, you could just, I don't know, I don't know. All that stuff. Okay. Um, yeah, treat your art business like a business. That's, I mean, that it's a big thing. Um, if you're treating it like a hobby now, and, it, and it's staying a hobby, that's why. It's because you're not treating it like a business. You're not putting in the overtime. You're not doing all that. You're just, you're treating it like a hobby. You're painting when you want to. You're painting when it's comfortable. You're doing the things only you really want to do. And it's staying a hobby because you're treating it like a hobby. I want to show you how to treat your art business like a business through the trial and error that I have done in my past business and what's worked for me and I'm going to show you so it can work for you too. It's literally trial, tested, all of that and I'm just barfing my knowledge onto you. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, sorry my humor is a little off today. I've been painting in the sun most of the day and just came in. Okay, so yeah, Trinity Yard is like a business. Um, if you would like to apply for the advanced membership and go through the fourth quarter strategy right alongside with me, we're going to be setting up an email system, collecting emails. We're going to be writing out every single email that you'll ever have to send in the fourth quarter so that when it comes time for the fourth quarter, you'll be ready. I'll show you my email templates. I'll show you my invoices, my proposals. Literally everything is, like I said, barfed onto you <laughs> or given to you, whatever. <laughs> and yeah, oh my gosh, people. Um, I'm trying to be like, join my, uh, join my uh, fourth quarter strategy. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be a lot of barfing. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. This is probably not the best day to record, record a podcast. I feel kind of loopy. Anyway. <laughs> okay. I promise I might be more professional maybe in the Artist Academy. Maybe. I don't know. I really just like to keep it real with you guys. And that's this is what I'm thinking. So that's what I'm, this is what I'm saying. Um, uh, treating it like a business doesn't have to be boring. I try not to make it to be. Um, I love it. And if I love it, hopefully that comes out. And comes on to you and you'll learn to love treating your art business like a business once you th see things start to happen <laughs> okay all right 
go to advancedmember.com to apply. You have till September 1st. I am not letting anybody else in after September 1st because I want to give you my full attention, complete undivided attention um, to show you, to show the members exactly what I'm doing. And not only the members, but my focus has to be on my own selling as well, my customers. So right now on my Instagram posts and everything, my audience is you guys, aspiring artists. And I'm talking to you and I'm showing you tips and I'm doing all the things. And so that's attracting more artists. I need to switch my social media strategy to customers in order to take advantage of the fourth quarter. That's honestly like why I'm shutting down the Artist Academy um, applications. September 1st, because I cannot focus on getting new people in anymore. I need to focus on my customers and my current students. That's where my focus is going to be, and you will be right alongside me while we make some money this um, fourth quarter. Okay. All right, I think that's about it. Um, Advancedmember.com if you want to check it out. I'm going to hop off of here. We have Art Talk Tuesday here in a bit. Um, or I have it today. I guess I probably shouldn't say that. Because <laughs> you, you guys are probably... Actually, you guys are listening to it on Thursday. I know it because I'm going to air this on this upcoming Thursday. So, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I'll see you guys inside the advanced membership group. Bye. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, a program for artists who want to up-level their art game by taking it from a hobby or a side hustle to a full-time art business. I've been a professional artist for over five years with paintings in several different countries and a client list that includes high-profile companies such as Bass Pro, O'Reilly's, Duck Commander, and many, many more. So I figured out what it takes to build an art business, and now my heart is set on teaching aspiring artists like you to do the same. Go to advancedmember.com, that's advancedmember.com to learn more. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. Also, if you ever want to join us live and have your questions answered in real time by myself or featured guests, then just hop on over to facebook.com slash groups slash Artist Academy every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And I'll see you next week.